this week on Transmissions from the Dark Side. It's a mummy from the Catskills. Anyone want to play some strip pokar? Enter if you dare. Welcome to Transmissions from the Dark Side, where we're watching every episode of seminal 80s horror anthology television show, Tales from the Dark Side, and reporting it back to you, I'm Matt Noss. At the table with me are the best people I have ever known in my life. <laughs> it is Matt Rose and Jen Hansen. Thank you. Oh, Matt, and tonight is no exception. Tonight is no exception. No. Um, if this is your first time listening, Tales from the Dark Side is similar to Black Mirror, except it doesn't have a budget. And that did not stop them. Uh, at the top of every show, we give the name of the episode. And then based on title alone, we guess what this episode is about. That's right, Matt. And tonight is no exception. We have even opened it up to you, our fair listener, to take your own guess. And what we like to call the dark side guess. Yeah. It is a chance for you, the loyal listener, to win 10 American dollars in the form of an Amazon gift card. I thought you were going to say $10,000. It's like, wait, Matt, no! <laughs> I guess I said it out loud, so... We don't have it! <laughs> you can edit it out. No, Matt, my word is bond! Um, <laughs> so are we going to announce that right now, or are we going to wait till the end of the program? You gotta listen to you win. You gotta listen to win, folks. And tonight is no tonight exception. Tonight is no exception. Today's episode was called The Grave Robber. Who has their own dark side guest? I got mine, The Grave Robber. A modern day Dr. Frankenstein robs fresh graves for parts, but uses them to rebuild his 1982 Toyota Camry, which then drives down all of the people who put them in the grave to begin with. Oh, hmm. I like that. I like Thanks. that. Yeah. Kind of um. I like, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, I'll go. The Grave Robber. <laughs> the Grave Robber. Bart Smartling is able to get things in dubious ways. But when a once-in-a-lifetime deal comes along, will he compromise the robber's code and wake the dead? Oh, I like the robber's code. Yes, that's pretty good. I like that. Maddie, it's all on you. It's off to the races as Geraldine Ferraro, celebrity gold digger, has one week to seal the deal with Montgomery von Steuben before he kicks the bucket. But can she do it before he turns into a werewolf? Ooh, Good one. Twist. Didn't see that coming. Unfortunately, none of these guesses were correct. Yeah. Unfortunately. So, Jen, his up. With them sweet deeds. Hear them sweet deeds for the grave robber. Uh, this episode is season four, episode six, aired November 1st, 1987. Two archaeologists turned grave robbers are forced to play strip poker with an angry mummy that protects the tomb they broke into. This episode was directed by Jeff Shiro. Uh, Jeff 
directed uh, the Boogeyman segment in Stephen King's Night Shift collection. Good oh, story. Yeah, I liked that when I was a kid. Um, and a couple other things. It was written by Harvey Jacobs. Harvey Jacobs brought us such episodes as It All Comes Out in the Wash, Ooh. Comet Watch, Ooh. and A New Lease on Life. Dump shoot. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, he did bring us a dump shoot, so oh. I can't be I can't be too mad at him. This episode stars uh some people. Arnold Stang as Tapak. Tapak. Uh the mummy. Uh I think Tapak might be a play on Top Cat, which was uh he played Top Cat in the Top Cat cartoons. Oh, shit. Okay. Uh, He was also in The Man with the Golden Arm as Sparrow uh, and lots of uh, 40s and 50s cartoons. He had a very distinctive voice. He did. Yes, he did. Uh, Polly Draper played Eileen. Uh, She was character actress or is character actress. Uh, She was in 85 episodes of the original 30-something. Darren Kelly was Dr. Harold Gormley. And he was in a couple of things here and there, including Law and Order and some other Law and Orders. Guy's man lives in the sunlit world of what he believes to be reality. But there is, unseen by most, an underworld. Is it a place that's just as real, but not as brightly lit? Yeah, guys, it's a dark side. Oh, it's a dark side. Yeah. Okay, dark side. Got it. The door from the dark side swings wide open. (laughs) And we are welcome to... Raiders of the Lost Fart. (laughs) It's a real grab bag here at Hieroglyphics Gotta Go. Uh, We got got your Egyptian art. Pyramids, pyramids, pyramids. Here in a basement that we put hieroglyphs, like we just had chalk drawings put on the wall. We uh, spared no expense to make this look like your Egyptology dreams. So... We have uh, a, a lady and a gentleman. We have Eileen and Doctor Professor Gormley. Yes, Eileen and Doctor Gormley are being assisted by uh, Ahmed. I, I thought it was Ahmed. Ahmed. It says Ahmed. In, yeah, it's uh, the it's the same name. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry, Matt. No, it, I'm oh, sorry. Just trying to move things along. <laughs> No, no, but they over they overpronounce it. Yes. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh and like yes, yeah, straight out of the gate we've got our our 80s racism. <laughs> uh and the sign on the door, uh Eileen translates it to say, "No admittance, no one allowed beyond this point." And I think we've got a joke. You know what that means, guys? Take that tongue and shove it hard against your cheek. Cuz this is a we want some yuck yucks with our oh, scares. Oh. <laughs> um, the first the first thirty seconds of this episode is a real classic transmissions info dump mm-hmm. or tales info dump. Um, because they're walking in and they're like, ah, I can't believe we're here in Egypt. All right, <laughs> perfect. In sunny uh, Spain, Egypt. You know. You know, Ahmed, I don't want the Egyptian army coming to get us. Don't worry, don't worry. I came and I got you first. No one else knows. Chop, chop. Racism. (laughs) 
You got it, Dr. Gromley. It's Gormley. <laughs> this is hilarious to no one. Oh, banter, banter, banter. You don't want to mess with Harold, because Harold always has his way. Interesting thing about this. I hate this episode already. Yeah. I hated this episode from this moment. And... It just never got better. It no, it was it no. was unrelenting in its horseshitness, uh, because right out of the gate, so it's you've got this archaeologist, yep, who is prepared to just who's bitching about how hot it is in it's this fucking Egypt, you dumb in this dumb. Egyptian yeah, yeah tomb. All right, well, let's and cut then to the gonna, brass He's gonna tacks, blow right? up, and he's he's gonna like blow up the door. Uh, Nothing about this professor or doctor leads me to believe that he could put this expedition together. This guy couldn't Nothing. book a vacation to Egypt. Yeah. No. And, and the amount of complaining that he's doing, like, this is not Indiana Jones. No, this is not. This is well, and, and fool, one thing, fool Shiana Holmes. <laughs> it is fool Shiana Holmes, Matt. <laughs> uh, hi, everybody. It's me, Paul Diana Holmes. Oh, I choked on my whip. <laughs> well, stop chewing it. Oh, it's all, it's all good. Ah, <sighs> Fool Gianna. Oh, no. <laughs> we named the dog Fool Gianna. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my plane goes in a circle. <laughs> reptiles. I hate reptiles. <laughs> Uh, yeah, what is this Jagmo doing? He's like, what, so I don't know if you guys noticed this or not. He's not the one who actually translates anything. No, it's, it's Honey it's, Baby. It's yeah. Eileen. Yeah, it's Eileen. What, what is what he good doing? is he? Yeah. yeah, what he serves one purpose, and we find that out at the end of the episode. Oh, yeah, you can tell from the beginning he's a walking meat shield. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's like, oh well, that guy's fucking dead. Yeah. Obviously, the woman is. Who's going to get saved in this episode? Right. Yeah. Because she instantly is like, oh, well, if you, uh, I mean, we're jumping way the fuck ahead. I don't care. It's fine. Well, we don't want to blow. I mean, God. I want to blow it. Uh. I, this episode's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh. like Russian roulette right now. <laughs> like, let's just do it. Let's roll the dice, Matt, on this gun. <laughs> All right, well, this is a real deer hunter of an episode. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know why he said chicken feet, Ahmed, but... Um, uh, God, who knows? Well, because he's he's a dick, for one. Right. I mean, he's he's just... He's mean, and he's constantly rude to everybody else. Uh, he's a coward. Um, he thinks it's a good idea to bring plastic explosives to, uh, yeah. uh, to uh, um, right. an excavation. Like, this guy is clearly not an actual archaeologist they get to the door that says do not enter yeah no one should pass beyond this point and his first reaction is should i use the plastic explosives yeah. no he didn't he didn't oh, so, so much I'm, ask yeah i'm gonna use the plastic there explosives. we yeah. go <laughs> just a little just enough to crank this door open yeah now this door that weighs several tons right because that's the thing is, like, I don't know much about Egypt. I'm going to be pretty transparent in that. I appreciate your honesty. Hey, it's a bold move. <laughs> what what do I know about Egypt is um, big, big, big bricks. Yeah. Yeah. Not like, uh, you know, like uh, 
two ounces of uh, plastic explosive could certainly yeah. take this I, out. I just have a package of black cats. So I'm going to see what happens. So why make him an archaeologist? Why bother putting him in the in the hat or whatever? Have them just be there to like pull. Yeah, grave robbers. They're there to pull a heist or something because clearly he didn't give a shit about anything that was on the walls. He didn't give a shit about the mummy. It was he says he's they were just going in there for the treasure. So you're just going in there to rob the place. Right. Because if if they it makes me crazy. Mm -hmm. They are inside a pyramid. I'm imagining Mm -hmm. that makes sense. And they are around hieroglyphics that they could carve out of the wall and probably sell for hundreds of thousands of dollars yes. on the black market. Yeah. And they're like, bah. Now let's blow these up. Let's blow blow them back to God. <laughs> if he lives, he lives. <laughs> if he dies, he dies. Bad dates. <laughs> if I can change... And you can change. Maybe we all can change. <laughs> Was Rocky for an archaeologist? He is now. <laughs> uh, you know when the when the Russian when he turns the tide of Russian emotion <laughs> through being beaten to death. <laughs> Let's talk about Rocky Four. Oh. Oh, I mean, when your heart's on fire. <laughs> you can do anything. Do you think that therein lies the key to the Russia investigation? <laughs> oh, that he, he hasn't changed. Yeah. <laughs> no. Oh, I thought I thought you meant like Robert Mueller. Yeah, that's what I mean. By, by yes. Running up a mountain with a log on yeah. his back. Yeah. And it's just then Trump eating a <laughs> McFish. <laughs> Big fish for life. Take that right wing. <laughs> uh, all right. All right. He goes, I'm going to blow this up with a little plastic explosive. If you don't mind joining me over here in the plastic explosive nook. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He runs these charges faster and more slapdash than, than when you find your keys in the morning. Yeah, how safe is it to blow up while you're underground? How safe is it to... Not? Yeah, that's what I would think. Oh, don't you know that old miner's tale? <laughs> if one <laughs> stick of dynamite, don't do it. Make it two <laughs> to make sure Sheikah blues. <laughs> well, everything smashed the canary to death. So <laughs> I guess we're good. <clears throat> it might excite with dynamite to stay in the tunnel day and night. <laughs> So as he's ready to blow it up, the door just magically swings open. From mm-hmm. a mysterious wind. Yeah. He's like, oh, I must have hit a button to trigger it or something. This guy's a boob. Yeah. So if you are in an enclosed space that's made out of stone, you think you'd hear an explosion, right? Mm-hmm. You'd hear a mouse fart 100 feet away. Right. Plastic explosives going off going to be kind of loud. Yeah. You're not just going to accidentally set it off, you dummy. Well, we now find out that we are in the tomb. Yeah. Or the, not the burial tomb, but we're on the outsides. Well, yeah, this is this is the, out, yeah, like the, the outer first, ring. Yeah, the outer yeah. ring. Thank you. Of the grave of Amenhotep. Uh, and so this is the mummy that is guarding him, one of his uh, his mummies. And it, it's got like Top a whole long yes. title 
but Topak. Topak, yes. Tupac. Tupac. Tupac Shakur. Tupac Shakur. Um, when when our our doctor Gormley and his good lady what's Eileen. her name? Eileen. Eileen. Let me write that down. Come on. Sorry, guys. Eileen. <laughs> Pardon the pun. That's the third episode in the in a row where you've just laid <laughs> the worst <laughs> puns. But it all started with our favorite, the movie about the sloth. Oh, yeah. How was it? <laughs> a little <laughs> slow. Uh, you were so uh, pleased. So proud. I really <laughs> was delighted. Yeah, I stand by it. So Dr. Gormley and Eileen, they find this sarcophagus, mm-hmm. and they both come simultaneously. Yeah. And they're like, oh, oh look at that. Let's get in there. Now, I again am not an Egyptologist. I'm not I'm not a scholar in any sense of imagination. With that attitude, you're never going to be though, Matt. <laughs> Why do you say it like that? But if you practice, practice, practice. But I say that to say this. That sarcophagus looked like it was made during Egypt Day at a kinder care. <laughs> <laughs> Like they they saw the they saw the mask of Tutankhamun and they were like, I got it. <laughs> no, it really it really did it. It really looked like it was made out of like shrink wrap and stuff. It was it a was, melty face Tutankhamun mask. It, it was really bad. It was uh, the top was obviously like spray painted styrofoam. I thought it was like one of those like. Like '80s costumes you'd get at Kmart, where like the mask is you get like a plastic Tutankhamun mask, and then like a garbage bag that just says Tutankhamun across it, it. And the mask would just have like a rubber band yep. stapled to the side. Yeah, like go Egypt. Yes, <laughs> it's not good. They take again. Just that tongue is so hard against my cheek that I'm now biting it so I can taste what feelings are. <laughs> The moment that they see this, they're like, you know what we should do? Pop the top on this motherfucker. Oh, once you pop, you can't stop. Well, so Desecrating one, one corpses. Thing, one thing that uh, that we did. <laughs> oh, how many necrophiliacs say that? Uh. <laughs> once you pop, you can't stop. <laughs> Gotta get them all. And by get them, I mean catch them. And by catch them, I mean corpses. I mean... Go to a morgue. <laughs> and by go to a morgue, I mean let me out of this police car. <laughs> let me get out, out of this police car. I mean this electric chair. <laughs> <laughs> and by this electric chair, I mean you going to open them pearly gates or not? <laughs> well, why is it so hot in here? <laughs> oh, it's a pitchfork. <laughs> Matt, what were you saying? <laughs> I was going to say that uh, um, one thing that they mentioned as soon as they go in, um, I think it was Ahmed says that there's nothing shiny in the room. Um, they're they're not seeing any gold. They're not seeing jewels and anything like that, um, which leads them to open the tomb of what was it? Topic. Yes. Um, Tupac. <laughs> Topic. <laughs> It really is. <laughs> it's oh, whatever you want it to be. I'm searching for the name of that movie. So oh, The Cutting Edge? The Cutting yeah. Edge. <laughs> Topic. Topic. 
Tropic. If we, if we, I was just, just going to say, if we keep saying it more, eventually it Catherine, Catherine, yeah, Catherine will just come down the stairs. Oh, Are you going to talk about Cutting Edge? That's something Catherine and I can bond over. I used to love that movie. I've seen that movie more times than I care to admit. Yeah. Um, so they're looking through, and that's when uh, uh, Professor Frank and Eileen <laughs> decide they're going to look elsewhere. Yeah, because he only has... Yeah, he has, like, one necklace. Yeah. And so they're walking away, and they're like, come on, Ahmed, get away from there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Ahmed reaches and touches the necklace, <laughs> and the mummy, like, grabs him by the throat, crushes it, and he falls over. And that is when um, the professor and Eileen scream... <laughs> I described it as screaming like Homer Simpson, and you described it as the scream of a thousand, thousand Flanders. Flanders. <laughs> Matt, can you uh, can you play the scream for I us? I sure can. Um, and we're gonna after this scream, Matt, we're gonna need a judge's ruling if it's more Homer or Flanders. Okay, because I just wrote throat grab, door slam. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> My choices are Flanders, yeah, or or Homer Simpson. I'm thinking Flanders when he's a murderly murderer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. know. Yeah, I knew what you, you guys meant. knew. Okay, great. When he killed the plant. Yeah. I was thinking Flanders. Okay. Oh, okay. I was thinking Flanders. There is a Homer-like quality to it. It's it's a it's a well. It is two people yeah. screaming. Oh, okay. So maybe one is Homer and one is Flanders. And that's how we both, we both win. win. Yeah. And we'll be back with more transmissions from the dark side. After this, Count Chocula and Frankenberry meet the Fruity Yummy Mummy. Hey, have a bite. <laughs> it's new Fruity Yummy Mummy cereal. Big yummy marshmallows. So monstrously big there. Monster Mellows. With yummy mummy monster mellows. Fruity Yummy Mummy makes your tummy go yummy. <laughs> monster Mellows in Frankenberry, Count Chocula, and now new Fruity Yummy Mummy cereal. Part of this complete breakfast. Makes your tummy go yummy. <laughs> And we're back. So I'd like to uh, pitch some new flavors uh-huh. to you. Yep, yep. Um, you know, kids love the booberry. Kids love the frankenberry. So this would be fruity, yummy, bubby, mummy. Fruity, bubby, mummy? Fruity, mummy, bubby, bunky. <laughs> fruity. You, you, changed, you changed the name there. Did, no, I don't think I did. Fruity, monkey, monkey, monkey. Fruity monkey monkey mummy mummy. mummy. Fruity mummy monkey monkey. Fruity mummy monkey monkey. Monkey. Why is there two monkeys? Well, it's the jungle. Uh (laughs) And there's a big fight over the bananas. It's like a turf war. And you want to get all the bananas in there. You can't, so you have to have a summit between two monkeys. It's fruity mummy monkey mummy. Okay. Well, now, so now it's a monkey and a mummy. That yes. Why are well? So mummies and monkeys eat different things. Why are the two fighting? Well, the mummy, the the monkey is protecting the the fruity of the mummy. It's fruity mummy, fruity fruity mummy. <laughs> it's fruity mummy monkey mummy. It's mammy frammy, mammy frumy. Irie. 
Po, 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 po. Make it a tummy going yummy. Pinnick to neck, protect Shampoo. Please buy my cereal. Please buy my cereal. And make my tummy go yummy. Make my tummy go yummy. Zatarans. Make my tummy go yummy. Oh, me? <laughs> <laughs> it's just me, Scatman Carruthers. The stain lifter, that's all. <laughs> oh, I hated that commercial yeah. so much. Oh. Leon Redbone. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Belvedere. Streaks on the channel. Never, Never met him before. before. Who cares? When you pooped in the kitchen. Drop kicked your jacket <laughs> as you walked through the door. No, no, no one glares. But sometimes things get turned around and no one's That's where you survival. Life is more than mere survival. <laughs> And we just might live the good life. <coughs> Streaks on the china. Never met him before. Who cares? When you drop kick your jacket and you head to the door, no one glares. But sometimes things get turned around and no one spares. All hands look out below. Life's gone. All the help that you can get. Here we go. According to our new arrival, lives more than just survival. And we just might live the good life yet. Fart flop. Flop sweat. So, uh, Wesley? Yes, Stewie. <laughs> oh, it's me, Mr. Belvedere. And also Stewie Griffin. What do you mean? Now <laughs> you turned into the the major D that had a stroke on The Simpsons. <laughs> oh, I, thought, <laughs> I thought you were Vincent Price. It's me. It's the same thing. <laughs> it's me. You're calling he about the, the feet. <laughs> My grandson Jody will send you. My grandson Jody will send you. <laughs> It's me, Vincent Price. <laughs> I rub my roast. From I the grave. I choose a boneless roast. Have you heard the Vincent Price? Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, of course you have. We've, yeah. we've mentioned it on the show Oh, before. of course we have, yeah. Guys, we've been on for four seasons. I don't know. <laughs> I just sort of reset. Wesley? <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> All right. Fruity, bubby, bunky bombers. <laughs> we Okay. We'll get oh guys. We'll get it. We'll get through this. I know that we're only at the beginning of the second act, but we'll we'll but make we it are through. We are actually almost done. Um, <laughs> <laughs> really? Because yeah, my notes only say stupid. <laughs> <laughs> my my notes eventually. I'll, I will share it the moment I wrote it. But um, okay, let's get to it. It's mummy time. Stop. Mummy time. He speaks English, guys. He yep. speaks the language of any intruders. He'll grind their bones to make his bread. Basically. 
But he'll play with you as toys. He he speaks like he's from Jersey. Yeah, he yeah. is he is a mummy by way of the Catskills. <laughs> he's a sassy Catskills mummy. Here's his first appearance. Oh yeah. Tell Ahmed. Oh, I forgot about this part. This dumbass mm. throws, he tries to blow up the mummy. Yeah, throws plastic blow. explosives at the mummy, and the mummy's like, "What are you doing?" She's a fool. <laughs> All right, I think we have him talking here. So they can hear my curse over their bloody coffins. <laughs> I fast forwarded it. Oh. Um, hi. <clears throat> uh, did you say others have come here? Many others. And it has amused me to watch their bones disintegrate. We're not grave robbers. We're, we're scientists. Like your astrologers. We, we only want to study You can't even culture. say the word no scientist. Matter. We're scientists. <laughs> so the mummy to me sounds like Burgess Meredith totally, talking through yeah. a napkin. I wrote, it's the penguin. <laughs> <laughs> I described this actor as a poor... No, no, no. I It was the... I, it was not him. It was the guy playing Mr. Gormley. Uh, but what did you describe him as? I described him as uh, a poor man's Rick Moranis. <laughs> yes. Yes. All day, yes. <coughs> At this point in the show, the the writers have to kill time. <laughs> and they start... Um, Is that why they had the like five-minute lesson on poker? Well, Eileen realizes, like, Oh, well this uh this mummy speaks English. Yeah. That means I can use my feminine wiles to woo him. You're gonna miss out on a lot of comedy if you kill me. A lot of good times. You're a lot of good be, times, a lot of good jokes. You're gonna be lonely again. She mentions comedy several times. She is a real joy behar. <laughs> I write down at this point. Boy, am I bored. Yeah. I'm watching well, it's, entertainment, it's and I am bored <laughs> out of my mind. I don't know if it was at this point. It it might have been later, but I I did tune out for a couple of minutes. I just sort of thought about, well, what does tomorrow hold for me? <laughs> <laughs> I just went on a little a little brain vacation. <laughs> like, yeah, the boys will fill in the breaks, and by breaks, I mean blanks. Is there anything important that happens before they get to what sports? Uh, she does. She mentions that um, you're not going to kill us. Yeah, why not? Because you're too bored to kill us. And, and you would have killed us by now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you would have killed us by now. But you're, you know, you've been alone for the past couple thousand years. You're bored. You need some company. And so that's when um, she <laughs> she starts offering up um, Gormley as. An arm wrestling dummy as a punching dummy. Basically, she's just trying to get the dude killed. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it is at this moment that she goes, well, why don't we play poker? Yeah, and is this when he's like, oh, uh, we used to play a form of this where we would... This this part drove me crazy because she goes, let's play poker. And he goes, what's poker? Uh, he missed... Yeah. 
pronounces poker. When he's pronounced everything else fucking perfectly. Right. Yeah, it, you liar. So I don't know if you guys noticed or not. When she was talking to him and distracting him, poor man's Rick Moranis went over to the door and tried to jimmy it with a credit card. I didn't notice that. That's comedy. That's, That's a joke. It, yep. Hmm. Um, I mean, you know, it's a five ton, it's a five ton block of limestone. But right. sure, credit card, whatever, man. Why not? Why would he pronounce poker wrong? Poker. <clears throat> it doesn't make any sense. Because he just wants to make a woman feel bad. <laughs> we now take you to a portion of this episode I called cheaters. Dirty fucking cheaters. <laughs> yeah. So they start playing strip Oh, wait, no, poke. there's an act break. There's an act break there. Oh, right. So they um I they they oh. they set terms. So okay, if we win, you let us go. And if you win. Uh, you get to hear us scream while you crush our bones or whatever, some 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 such nonsense. And he's like, nah, why don't we play strip poker? Yeah. Yeah, so the, the, the mummy wants to play strip poker because that's what he's used to playing. Yeah. And the the doctor, uh, what's Dr. his face? Professor Frank. Professor Frank says, I'm not playing strip poker with him. He'll lose all of his stuff and turn to dust. You're too stupid to live. Luckily, this episode's going to oblige. <laughs> That's the end of this act. Sorry. And we'll be back with more transmissions from the dark side after this. I've had enough of this jungle. It's Indiana Jones, a large-size action figure. That boulder's coming in fast. He's new from Kenner's Raiders of the Lost Ark collection. Stay low, Indiana. They're right behind you. Use your whip. Whoa, I'm slipping. Oh, oh, a snake pit. Get me out of here. Snap. Indiana Jones, a large-size action figure from Raiders of the Lost Ark collection, new from Kenner. Can you imagine having those toys? That'd be amazing. I did not know that there were Indiana Jones toys. I always wondered, like, why yeah. weren't there Indiana Jones toys? And apparently there were. So what happened to him? I don't know. There is a... There's a documentary. A little 15-minute documentary yeah. about what went wrong with them. But I'll look it up while you guys keep talking. Because I don't want to talk about this episode. <laughs> so she starts helping the mummy. So like he'll get, I don't know, three kings. And she's like, do you think three kings could run a country? No, you only have one king. Put those two back. Get two more cards. So he keeps losing bandage after bandage after bandage. Um, it, it to be to be quite honest, this went far too long. Yeah, far too long. Where it's like, okay, we get it. You don't have to show us five more hands. Yeah, just somehow indicate that time a has gone on again by the yes. losing of bandages. Uh, you got it, Maddie. This was agonizing to watch. Mm. Yes, it was so dumb and then it was like it was it was every hand you got to see them cheat and then for some reason so is it his tale about the girl that yes. makes him it's his tale about the girl um 
and and I mean, I know that like he's threatened to kill them and grind their bones and blah blah blah. But during this whole segment, they're being kind of mean to the mummy, and I was like, oh, yeah. I just I just want them. I just want him to kill them now. Like I I I don't care about these characters. They're mean. She's trying to. I couldn't tell whether she was trying to get Frank killed or she was just totally DTF for this month. Right. But maybe a little of both. I don't know. So I write down um, this fucking sad sack, the uh, Dr. Gormley. He is awful. Mm-hmm. And then when the mummy starts telling this story about this girl on a palm frond or on a... What was it? it was oh, this on is when I checked out. Okay. <laughs> well, she's on a leaf. Remember? No, I, I. He starts talking about this girl and how they were, weren't they supposed to meet or something? But then the Pharaoh didn't let him. All right. I need the, I need the sound. Your hand reminds me four times over of a certain young lady of my acquaintance. A girl from Dashur who took quite a fancy to me. Unfortunately, she was committed to my master, Ignaton. Nevertheless, we managed a moment or two together when I held her in Less my arms. Less talk, arm. more action, pal. You dare to interrupt my only pleasant memory? Dashana. I should pluck out your arms like flower petals. Tell us about that girl. The one from Dashur. I, I, I'd really like to hear about her. Oh, it was most romantic. We met secretly in a small boat set among the papyrus reeds. There you go, papyrus reeds. All right, so right now he's touching his face, and he took his face off, and I write down the words... Or just singular word. If you said once the bandages are off, he'd be vaporized. Yeah, I did. Pussy? Because <laughs> <laughs> it looks like he is thinking of that sweet trim that he once got. Like, yeah. Oh, we were in the reeds and touch my face, touched my chest. <laughs> Easy, mummy. Easy, mummy. Not in front of these strangers. <laughs> but no, he's straight up warging. so he out of bodies into lowball jones a poker player (laughs) in las vegas watches several thousand games of poker is now a card sharp and i mean he just he just routes nerdlinger I mean, yeah. every single hand he wins until Nerdlinger has one hand left and he's got one tie, one article of clothing. So that's when they they make a deal. All right, all or nothing. This hand decides whether we leave or whether you get us and you can do whatever. And the mummy goes... Wait, how about this? You win. You get this amulet that can get you out of here. But if I win, you, you become take, me. Yeah. You take my place. You take my. You put on the the bandages. <clears throat> yeah, and he's so confident of himself. He's like, sure. 
So before we get to this big reveal, I've got to ask, has Warging ever been a mummy power in your nope. recollection? No. Nope. Okay. Nope. Has Never the s- ability to hold time still? Nope. For people of whom time is regularly moving? <laughs> no, none of these. Th- these rules are all meaningless. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because these are these are new mummy powers. Yeah. yeah. So <clears throat> they're like, eh, if you believe in mummies at this point, eh, why won't you believe in this? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, at some point, the mummy floats, and <laughs> and he um he uh he's got the power of daydreaming for a while. <laughs> he sees a the power of remembrance. <laughs> he sees a fire. He lifts a lake out of the lake. And uh, he puts it out, you know, like Superman, you know, like how Superman used to do in them cartoons. Superman would pull a lake, a a smaller lake out of a bigger lake. (laughs) He would. I'm not making this up. What? What do you mean he would pull a a smaller lake lake out out of of a a bigger bigger lake? lake? Do you mean when he would do the like tornado thing and he would like get water out of it? I might be high. (laughs) And I'm not high. But didn't oh boy, Gooby, you were both looking at me like I'm crazy. But wasn't there a part of some might maybe Superman might have been He Man, where he sees a fire, he flies to a lake, and rips the lake out of the earth to put the fire out. Maybe he maybe yeah. Or or maybe he just like found a giant container and dipped it in the lake. Oh, uh, that's probably it. I don't know. I thought that sounds vaguely familiar. Because it was like just all of the the earth was on yeah. his shoulder. I don't know. It doesn't matter because because uh, we're almost done. Let's get the fuck over with this. Because the mummy has the upper hand. Yeah. So they. Sh- oh God. I mean. There was absolutely no tension whatsoever in this scene. You see Nerdlinger's hand, and he's got a nine, a ten, a jack, a queen, and a king. Oh that's man, that's hand. like that's like the best hand you can have. Except if you know poker. I mean, if you know poker, you know there's only one hand that can beat that really. Oh, I wonder what oh, the wow. hand the mummy hand. Yeah, I yeah. wonder why the mummy is so because even the mummy was like, You have a sense of newfound confidence. <laughs> I wonder what could be causing this. Oh, just this whole game of poker, it seems like the concept of folding was never <laughs> introduced. Like folding, you mean like the table folding? <laughs> <laughs> yes, man. Uh, of course he loses. And uh all and they basically cut to him now. Frank loses. Frank loses. Frank loses. Frank loses. And, guys, we've written it down a hundred times, but someone finally becomes a a mummy! mummy. So I loved this two-second part because they show Frank and then they, like, rotate his picture a bunch of times, and then he's a straight-up mummy. (laughs) If only there was some way to know that was definitely him in the mummy suit now, though. Oh, that's cool. Because he's got glasses. (laughs) That's cool. Why don't we just use these glasses he's been wearing the oh, whole time? Oh, God. You mean I'm a magical mummy, but I still have <laughs> poor eyesight? No. Flavin. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, so my, my favorite part of this episode 
is right now where they get up like the 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 now like i don't know how to describe the mummy now aside from a turtle without his shell but he looks like ooh. yeah he looks like a turtle i described him as the you remember the little like draw winky things in the back of the magazines to yes. do the art institute yes. like you would draw the turtle totally. like a cartoon turtle that's what he looked like yeah because i think he had a hat on too in that yeah when you drew winky yeah. um yes he did uh, so now the um the the, the shellless turtle and Eileen kind of back away from him. <laughs> Top Cat basically goes, "The power to be a mummy's in the bandages." Yeah, dum dum. So why isn't he dead? Oh, because he's got the necklace. Oh, is it the necklace? He's hey man, he's got he's got the power of thirty mummies with that thing. Shit, that's right. Uh, and so. Damn you, exposition. They, they back away. <laughs> His name's Tippy, actually. Oh, Tippy the Turtle. Tippy, Tiny, and Pirate. Yeah. You know, when I worked for a previous company, uh, a coworker of mine also had an art degree, and we used to we used to draw those on whiteboards. <laughs> <laughs> Where we were like, hey, if this place falls apart, at least we know we can get into the art institute. <laughs> um, but so he gets up, and before he has a chance... To punch the table, the table falls apart. That was amazing. We had that, to rewind that. We had that. Oh God, that was that Good enough to itself, keep in the final cut. That yeah. itself got this episode a solid point for me. I mean, <laughs> it's still on the low end of the spectrum, but that table falling apart and them saying, "Eh, leave it in. No one cares." Oh, that was great to me. <sighs> you mean, guys want the. You guys want the deets on the Kenner action? Uh, yeah, what Indiana happened? Jones. So, the Indiana Jones action figures weren't released by Kenner until 1982, a year a year after Raiders of the Lost Ark was released. Oh, so the heat was down. Right. Oh. Kenner was already on um, Star Wars, uh, Empire Strikes Back. Um, oh, right. Because and getting yeah, yeah, ready yeah. for a Jedi release. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and so they only it was like this. They only released four figures. There was Indy. Marion Ravenwood, the uh, Nazi and the, the Gestapo, guy, yeah, right? Nazi uh, Toe, Toe mm-hmm, mm-hmm. was the same Toe, the Gestapo creep, and uh, the Cairo swordsman. Remember that fellow who intimidated Jones for all of twelve seconds before, before a dysentery riddled Harrison Ford <laughs> shot him impatiently? <laughs> yeah, him. Now remember those four because you're going to be seeing them again repeatedly. Um, says Kenner had great success with a mail-in Boba Fett. You guys remember that? Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. Um, for the original Star Wars line, the mail-in for this one was um, Indy's rival Belloc in his ceremonial robes. <laughs> 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 All ready to open up the Ark of the Covenant and have his head explode, which sadly wasn't a feature. <laughs> there was also a Well of Souls and a Map Room playset. Uh, and then there was also a 12-inch Indiana Jones action figures in the same vein of the Star Wars ones. Um, God, those have to be worth a fortune. Yeah. yeah, those have to be. I mean, like a pristine set. Yeah. Holy smoke. Oh, in the, box, that has to be like. Yeah. The Marion Ravenswood is um, one of the most rare because they didn't expect her to be popular. So as a result. Short packed. Yep. Had a very oh, short wow. production run. Many fans were after this figure to complete their collections. Um, then you had the mail-in uh, Belloc. It actually looked kind of dope. 
was Marion in the dress? Or yeah, was she, she was in the dress. Oh, I don't think people were too getting it for the, the collection. I think he had some pervs. Yeah. Uh, <coughs> I loved that dress so much. I loved Marion. Uh, Marion was awesome. And I, when she is, like, when they have her in the tent mm-hmm. and she's eating and, yeah. like, Belloc or Belosh, yeah. as he's they called. They call him Belosh, <laughs> yes. Uh, when he brings the dress out and she's eating and she's just it's like, beautiful. it's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, she she nailed that role. She, she was so good. She is a badass, like, on par mm-hmm. with, like, like, Carrie Fisher as Leia, like, during that time. Like, mm-hmm. I had... Little me was like fans of both of them for very different reasons. She could, yeah, drink a dude under the table. Oh, a third playset was released, uh, including uh, the streets of Cairo and a desert convoy truck. Uh, then there's uh, Sweaty Belloc. Oh, the German mechanic. You oh, could the get one that gets hit by yeah. the propeller? Yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, there is a Sala action figure. Oh, yes. <laughs> but is there... Um, Sala, Belloc, uh, the German mechanic, uh, an Arabian horse. <laughs> Weird. Well, th- I mean, there there were horses in the movie. Yeah. It makes sense. Uh, the Streets of Cairo playset had the uh, monkey man figure with the knife and the robe. <laughs> Is that what they called him? The monkey man? Yeah, I guess so. Oh, jeez. Bad dates. Bad dates. All right. Let's do it. Uh, okay. Let's go to the writer's room. How would you fix this? Because we had a transformation into a mummy, and all of us are upset. <laughs> so, obviously, this episode well, screwed it ends, up. It ends on sad mummy. Like, it just ends on him. Like, the door closes, and he's pouting. <clears throat> That's, like, I <clears throat> I never thought I'd say this, but the movie should have ended like Pumpkinhead did. <laughs> because in that, like, have you ever seen Pumpkinhead, Maddie? Nope. How about you, Jen? No, I haven't actually. Oh, well. But people listening. So the, have. the the person who ends up calling for Pumpkinhead to rise up eventually ends up becoming the mm. seed for the next Pumpkinhead. Um. So, I mean, they should have done something like that, where now because the one mummy's out, the other mummy has to go back in the tomb. And not just sit there like a sullen twelve-year-old. That's my opinion. Uh, I mean, there's there's so many more things they should have done with this episode. I don't think you didn't. needed the. I don't think you needed the chick. Well, if you made if you made um, Professor Frank less shitty, okay. if you made it Hold not it. Well, a comedy, you don't need. Well, yeah, I, d- I, don't I would need prefer th- it wasn't a comedy for one. Yeah, you don't need Ahmed then. No, kill. The doctor with the first attack from the mummy. Okay. Well, then who's left? The chick. Oh, oh so okay. it's just the All chick right. versus the mummy? So it's just the chick and the mummy. Yeah. I mean, this is a porno scene. I want. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she's got to take off all those bandages. You kill the mummy. Kill the mummy. You marry, marry the doctor. The doctor. <laughs> and you fuck the chick. <laughs> Great. You, I mean, mummies are worth marrying. Yeah. Made Marion. You know. Uh, you. Yeah. Um, okay. All right. I think you guys are more right than I am. Uh, what are we doing with this episode? We're uh, we're we're only we're basically it's it's almost a bottle episode. So it's um, 
it's the uh, the mummy and the uh, it, it's it's not a comedy. It's a mummy tricking an archaeologist into taking over for him, basically. Right, because if it was, <clears throat> it almost to me makes me think of um, God, what was the Bergman movie? Seventh uh, Seal. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where where the guy has to play a game of chess with death. Right. Um, only in this case, playing fucking poker, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it it almost seems uh, like your okay. idea is kind of lo- along those lines, right? Of where it's the archaeologist trying to outsmart the mummy, yeah, to not end up being the the guardian of the tomb. Yes, I agree. I I think I think you could establish a better relationship between. Cut all this shit about doors being opened and plastic yep. explosives and everything mm-hmm. like that and get a budget. Obviously, that's not <laughs> a possibility for this. But where they come into a few scrapes and you think you see him be the guide and her be a lot more passive and then have him get killed and her have to figure it out with this mummy. But w- So then she ends up being the mummy at the end? No. No, she, she kills the mummy. the mummy. She she bests the mummy. Oh, you see, I think the mummy gets out. Ooh. I think the mummy, and the mummy doesn't have to be like a shelled turtle who saunters no, out the door. Because I'm kind of he in He can the, like evaporate in a spirit or something. I'm in the Brendan Fraser camp of like that mummy can become flesh. Scarabs. Or flesh. Well, can become flesh. So that way you don't have to worry about turtle makeup. Yeah. Right. And then, and then well, right. We're making this now, so we right. don't have to. We don't have to worry about the same constraints that they do. Or do we want to? Do we want to apply the same constraints they had? I don't know. I thought we because I, I think it's. <clears throat> I think it's how we could fix it in eighty five or eighty seven or whatever. Okay. All right. Um. Then I would, I would just, uh, I would provide better dialogue for one the dialogue like they tried to be snappy and it just didn't work right especially Um, on something that you know you've only got one take has comedy ever worked on this show not really well for you it did with grandma's that might have been accidental though that was not (laughs) purposeful there was no i think i think it was i think it was just the kind of thing that you were really appreciating because of the john it hit me right yeah that that one with the um the woman who had to sin the saint yeah the saint oh yeah oh. okay it had moments all right jen give us a scale uh scale of 1 to 10 marion ravenswood figures 4 3 uh f- three and a half. pass i'm so disappointed um, fruity, fruity mummy muggy, fruity muggy monkey mummer. Fru- frugal. What was the actual name? Fru- uh, it was yummy mummy. Fruity yummy mummy, but fruity was in it. It was like fruity tooty yummy mummy. It was just. I think it was just yummy mummy. yummy mummy. Fruity yummy mummy. Because the because the name of it is yummy yummy mummy. Oh, the name of it is just yummy mummy. Yeah, it yeah. was fruit brute, and they changed it to yummy mummy. Oh. Fruit brute was a werewolf. Congratulations, Ryan Carpenter, the winner of this week's Dark Side Guess. Your guess was 
Vincent Lo Cierno learned from the best and has made a business for himself as the greatest grave robber who have ever lived. Indeed, he put his kids through college and is now planning to retire, but has one last grave to rob. It just happens to be his own. Whoa! Thank you so much, Ryan. We'll be in contact with you to get you that $10 Amazon gift card. If you would like to participate in the Dark Side Guests, you just need to be following us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash T from the Dark Side. You can also follow us on Instagram at T from the Dark Side and on Twitter at TFTDSPod. Um, dear listener, we have a request. If you are following us on Facebook... If you would not mind giving our episodes a share, a like, a comment, let us know that you're out there. Boy, oh boy, do we appreciate that more than you can ever know. Or you can send us a, um, an actual message. You can send us an actual message, but letting people know about this show helps us get more listeners and more people into the dark side. We love hearing from you. Yes. Was there something, honestly, before we get to our last bit about me forgetting stuff? Uh, I have a bunch of shows coming up that I forgot to promote. So by the time this comes out, they will have happened. So hopefully you joined me last week at the Women's Improv Festival or at the, uh, the, the Mystery Science Theater ripoff thing I'm doing. Is there anything else I'm forgetting? Yeah. Oh, try to enjoy the daylight. Try to enjoy the... St- <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. No, don't quit, Matt. Don't quit. Oh, jeez. Bye. Oh, no, wait. <laughs> Can we leave it like that? Bye. I'm a mommy. Fruity, yummy, mommy. Fruity, mommy, mommy. Treats on the trailer. Never seen them before. Who cares? When he drop kicked the dragon, when he came through the door. Transmissions from the Dark Side is hosted and recorded by Jen Hansen, Matt Rose, and Matt Noss. Edited by Matt Noss. Hosted by Gabber Media. Our theme music was composed and performed by Slasher Dave. You can find him on Belly Ape Records. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Tumblr at T from the Dark Side. And on Twitter at TFTBSPod. Email us at tfromthedarkside at gmail.com. Until next time, try to enjoy the daylight.